Hey, I'm Pat B. Oh, yeah, Adam Willis is out this week. <laughs> but nah, it's okay. I'm in the house of Dirty D, and you're listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. Leaping forward bionically. Leaping in all directions, my friend. I love that intro. It just makes me jazz. That's why I'm changing it. <laughs> nah, fun stuff, man. You hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, you just oh. had to get it off. Yeah, it's my own fault for you messing around with the intro. But yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. In the house, the voice you heard on the side of my main man, my homeboy, old school himself, Dirty D. What's up, Snoogans? For a second, I thought I had to act like Adam for a second. I was like, maybe I should just talk like Mad White. <laughs> hey, Pat, shut your hole. Like, what, shut but- your pie hole, Pat. Oh, oh man. Alright, but now the man who keeps us sounding amazing is in the house. I'm talking about DJ Herbie Herb. Hey guys. Hey, what's up, what's Herb? up man? Uh, you know. Hanging in there. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> well, I thought you only was hanging like, well, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dead air on radio, solid. But yo, we have a fun filled show. Okay, no, we don't. We have an interesting <laughs> show for you today because we got some good stories, we got some sad ones. And I'm just gonna jump right into it because the first one, dude, cuts deep. Yeah. Like, my childhood is affected by this one, man. Yeah. Because one of my first crushes, yo, Judy Jetson's passed away. The Jetsons. Man. <laughs> yo, you know what's wild? As much as I love the Jetsons, we're living in the Jetsons age right now. Seriously. You know, yeah. I, I look at, I, as a matter of fact, I'm reading this uh, news story, because uh, you don't, rec- you don't uh, memorize things on the radio, kids, off of my pocket supercomputer. <laughs> on which I can phone anybody, I can look up any bit of information, I can even run videos and FaceTime and all this good I stuff. I think you might even have a hoverboard in there, huh? I may, but it's got a, it's a BlackBerry, so you know the OS is going to be climbed by people even though it's <laughs> better than most iPhones. But yeah, I'm talking about Janet Waldo, um, who provided the voice of uh, teenage daughter Judy Jetson on the classic, I mean, seriously, classic animated series, the old school 60s one, not that whack-ass 80s one. Yeah. Uh, animated series, The Jetsons. Uh, she died, man. 96 um, her, years old. Yeah, her daughter Lucy Lee uh, told ABC News um, just, uh, just recently, uh, according to Lee, Waldo was diagnosed with a benign brain tumor um, that couldn't be operated on up to five years ago. So, uh, like, she just had it all this time. It was benign, though. It wasn't, like, doing any harm. It was just there. Like, yeah. written, like someday I'm going to get you. Someday I'm going to get you. And it finally got her. You know, yeah, well, she got her at 96. So, I mean, God bless her. She had a good run. <laughs> yeah, seriously, dude. Some people don't even get to see 70, brother. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, although Judy Jetson, she's been... She's been uh, she's been uh, white haired since she was sixteen. That's one of those. Yeah. You think she'd have gotten down a little dye or something, you know? Put it on. All right. Well, anyways, little, um, little rebel team. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, born in uh, Yakima, Washington, in nineteen twenty. Yes. All right, yeah. Waldo had a vast career, dude, uh, providing voices. Dig this. She was uh, for like for other animated shows, including. Did you ever watch Josie and the Pussycats? Yes, I have, and I didn't know that was her. That was her, yo, dude. She was Josie, main That's character. That's insane. I never knew that. Yeah, dude. The one that gets me, though, is I, I used to watch um, The Perils of Penelope Pit Stop and then uh, Wacky Racers. And all I the... remember Wacky Racers, but not Perils of Penelope Pit Stop. Well, Perils of Penelope Pit Stop was, do you remember the Ant Hill mob from um, the Wacky Racers? Yeah, yeah. The Ant Hill mob. The, now, they're supposed to be mobsters, gangsters, yeah. but they're the protagonists who save Penelope Pit Stop, who is just this random chick race car driver slash heiress who <laughs> keeps getting kidnapped by this dude, the hooded... So she's um, Princess Toastal, basically. <laughs> yeah, dude, pretty much, yeah. Yo, it's like there's no explanation as to why she's this hot ticket, why they keep kidnapping her specifically. Damn, yeah. dude, you got the best memory on the planet man, when it comes to yo, this stuff. <laughs> I, grew up, I grew up with these joints, man. It turned out that that was her lawyer. Wow. Yeah, yeah, voiced by Paul Lind. Wow. Paul Lind was uh, Uncle Arthur on, um, on Bewitched. So, you know, oh, uh, don't be afraid to use your nails, boys. That dude. <laughs> Penel- Yo, this is the most random ass show. Like, yeah. like, there's no way drugs were not involved in the creation of this sucker, man. Yo, we got a, a lot of short gangsters, right? Yeah. One of them's got, like, got like he, he laughs all the time. The other one's got, like, pockets to hold everything, right? Yeah. Right? And what they do is they go save this chick she wears pink. And this is dude who's a lawyer, but also a villain. Write it up. Pay me. Just leave it on that my pile of powder on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Just a mountain of powder. Seriously. No, Wacky Races was some stuff too, man. I, I don't know if I ever showed you or not. There was this commercial. Uh, I think it was like a Fiat commercial or something where they actually did a live action Wacky Races. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, no, oh. I think I did see that. Yeah. Yes, 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 I did see that. Yep. Isn't mm-hmm. that the one with the little, um? oh my God, it's not the hamsters, right? No, 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 All right, then I'm lost. No, okay, yo. Pat I, wins I've the got a, I've got a YouTube video to show you, my man, because they remade like all the cars. Peter Perfect, uh, Dick Dastardly. Uh, Dastardly and Muttley, 
Uh, they made the anthill mob in Penelope Pitstop. That's the main thing I remember. And they remade Penelope Pitstop's impossible like pink car with the little parasol and things for power. Jesus, uh, yo. dude, you remember yeah. it all. I just can't even begin. I well, think I was this... like, what, seven or eight? Well, no, nah, in all fairness, this commercial is fairly recent. This is like. No, I'm not. I'm, talking about, I'm just talking about like, the entire childhood memories oh, that you have. On, man. Man. You're like an archive of like. Bro, how long have you known me, man? Okay, I don't know. Gonna say twenty years now. Yeah, this 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 kind of stuff that denied me dates in high school. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, anyway, it still does deny you dates though. Now, damn, I got hate, son. For real, I'm not hating. Ice cold, brother. I could hook you up. This is being broadcast. Word. Polar bears. Yeah, you sister single? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, no, Pat, no. That was like the dastardly. (laughs) Yeah, notice how we got, and I also noticed Herb in the Herb in the booth. I heard you, man. All right, Joe. But now we're talking about Janet Waldo, uh, voice of Penelope Pitstop, voice of Judy Jetson, voice of uh, the original Josie. And she also had that singing voice, man. Yeah. Yeah, what's up, dude? I'm, I'm a little R. hurt R. by P. this. I haven't thought about her in years, but yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, it's such a great show, cartoon, classics. Yeah, for real, dude. We're All getting right, old, now. brother. We're getting old. <sighs> Don't say that, man. Just keep punching Apollo. I know. <laughs> All right, but now dig this. Um, this one actually, yo, this one, this one, I'm, yo, this, this, one, this one's dope, man. Um, Hamilton. Yes, the the, uh, the leading the top Broadway show right now uh, about Alexander Hamilton of all things. It's the story of Alexander Hamilton, yeah. uh, uh, who was shot by Aaron Burr, which is a fact I know thanks to a, uh, a milk commercial. But Alexander Hamilton, I actually of all learned topics, that in school. I'm just you being learned honest. Uh, right, <laughs> my yeah. my history teacher, Miss Merch, ingrained it in my head. So. Damn. It was a pretty, pretty, pretty uh, famous story. So yeah, everybody knows what that, happens. Man. When, uh, my, all my social study classes were like, okay, and here's what happened in Mesopotamia. And here's how you properly pronounce Mesopotamia. And there's a Greek kid in the class like, it's pronounced Mesopotamia. And we're like, dude, you're not, you shut up. Yeah. To know uh, it all. For real. Oh, that's also, I, just, that's also I always liked like, the story because it was a gunfight. I was like, whoa, it was a gunfight. <laughs> but it was one of those dual one-bullet gunfights. We walked 20 paces, turn around. You, and sir, you miss, have you miss, offended me and wounded. Yeah. <laughs> if you miss, it takes seven minutes to get your second shot off and things. I know, right? Yeah, Good old muskets. Better go Highlander, yo. Pack that sword in the back. Seriously. Like, you know what? I got you. Stab. Damn it, burr. All right, but we're talking about Hamilton. Um, Hamilton uh, just recently helped make history at the 2016 Tony Awards. Yeah. For the first time ever, actors of color won across all four acting categories in musical categories. The historic night has the uh, hashtag of, now, Tony's so black. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You uh, gotta in, love it. In direct <laughs> the contrast to, it. yo, for real, yo. You gotta man. love it. Oscars just chapped my ass this year. In direct contrast to the Oscars, the Academy Awards, the Film Academy Awards, which spawned the shaming hashtag, Oscars so white, by nominating zero actors of color. Zero. That's right. Zero. Even though, I said even though like zero. two solid, solid black brothers led a couple of good movies this yeah, year. Yeah, dude. Seriously, you know what I mean? Creed. Man. I'm sorry. Creed should have got the Creed nod. Creed definitely should have got the nod. Also, you saw Selma? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of those type of movies all the time. I just, you know, I feel like sometimes well, I people need man. to be reminded all the time. But at the end of the day, it was a poignant movie and it was very uh, much needed for... My, my son, you know, can learn a lot from the movie. So yeah. Uh, I don't mind movies like that, but it was still a very good movie. Well, the way I look at them is the only justification for it not to catch a nod, brother, you know? Well, yeah, not for real, dude. The primary justification of those, though, is to cast on a new generation. I forget often that I'm old. (laughs) Even though I'm not the oldest dude, it's just like, why they keep remaking this? Why they keep retelling this story? It's like, because at some point when I first came across it, it was a remake of a remake of a remake as well, you know? Um, and it's just like, you know this, but future generations won't necessarily know this. And we can say yeah. all the time, no, you want to go back and see this. You want to go back and listen to this. You want to go back and read this. Yeah. But also, those things are old, and like the world keeps moving on. Yeah. You can't always expect like new generations. Like, I've recommended things to my brothers that I know they'd be interested in, but they yeah. would never go see. Such as? They would never re- okay, um, my brother's really into like slasher movies now. Okay. And to him, like the end-all, be-all is like Saw. Oh, really? even better. He's in. Oh, even better. Uh, better example. He's like into sci-fi as well. Okay. And he thought Super Eight was a good movie, and I'm oh, like, okay. Super Eight is a decent movie, but not great, I'm, decent. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, decent, it's a decent movie. Yeah. And I'm like, but you really want to see where these things came from? The influences for all this? Yo, yeah. go back and watch like the Goonies for like the kids. Go back and watch um like the uh, Gremlins and Trolls series for that whole e. like sci-fi whole, horror joint. Yeah, E.T. The for the first contact aspect. Um, even Cocoon. 
if you want. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like all Sorry. these all elements of all these. And then I realized I'm recommending like 30 year old movies. He's not going to watch any of this. Cocoon was actually really good, though. <laughs> it was. It was. But even back then, it's a movie about septuagenarians, you know, coming in contact with aliens being made. Young. I mean, come youth. on, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm like, these were good movies, but that's the thing. They were good movies back yeah. in their day. Yeah. And even the production values would be enough to turn these cats, be enough to turn them off. Yeah, of course. You know, and better movies have been made between then. And yeah. I don't mean better than those. I mean, better quality, yeah. better uh, stories, faster paced, yeah. more direct, and better more examples innovative. of what I'm trying yeah. to say, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, I realize why they keep remaking these things. And that's the same thing with, like, you know, slavery movies, with black struggle movies. And as long as that's not all people are about, I'm all for exactly. those being made now. And it took me a long time to come to, come to terms with that. So I'm assuming you're not going to watch Roots, I'm just saying. Uh, you, know what? you know what? Honestly, I will support that it was made. But, yeah, you're right. I, yeah. I, ain't, I, got, I, got, I got happier things to do with my time. you pound on that yeah. one, brother. And not about you, Herb. I didn't say better. I said happier. I, I heard. I, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. No, we kind of gotten off the point of the story. The point of yeah. the story was Hamilton has swept. Yeah. Dude, and I have you, have you seen some of it? Have you caught, caught any like clips of it? I've caught the highlights that they released in the uh, in the in the press stuff and yeah. I caught the um you can actually listen to the soundtrack yeah. on uh, on YouTube and you can buy it if you want. The songs are dope. Yeah. I want to see the live show cuz the clips look awesome. Well, I think I think it's a great story in itself but i just love this aspect of the hip-hop mm-hmm. and how they approach yeah, it that too right? and, I, and i would love for my son to hear it because my son's heavy into hip-hop right now he's like mm-hmm. really just starting to break into it like more than i thought like at first yeah. like, i thought he was like a pop kid but well, you gotta you know you gotta listen you gotta have him hear this new this this new happening artist curtis blow <laughs> with all, all, all the freshest jams the polka dots <laughs> wait wait wait, wait, wait. I, I messed up that was Kwame the polka dots Kwame the polka dots yeah nah you reminiscing about Biggie right there man nah yeah. um, nah nah you gotta hear man. yo he gotta hear yo the best battle rapper right now he's gotta check out this dude Kumo D Kumo D was the man though yeah no he was the man he L- fought L- a lot of people Kumo. he battled a lot of people that's until, the thing until Pe- LL took over <laughs> people forget yeah yo Kumo D was he, yo Herb did you know Kumo D was like the number one battle rapper for the longest time I don't even know who Kumo D is, man. <laughs> wow, yeah, dude. it's I'm not familiar. It's, you know, it's not. It's not you your fault, the man. Glasses? Pe- 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 no, no, Herbert. Herbert's twenty two years old, man. Game. Give him a break. Oh, okay. Thirty. Right. Thirty. You thir- okay? Now there's no excuse, but I'm trying to have you back. That's all good, man. That's all good. That's a brown brother too, man. So yeah, y'all send your hate mail to <laughs> W. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But nah, Hamilton uh, has swept. Where the Oscars failed, Broadway succeeding, man. The Tonys yeah. are doing good. Congratulations to everybody on the cast. I'm, 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 I hope it keeps moving forward. I'm, if it comes into the town, I'm definitely going to try and catch up with the wife. Uh, it's not coming to Boston, man. They are solid on Broadway. So I got to just shoot all the way to New York. Well, no, I just need to drop or, a some, few. or some standoff version of no, it. That you you got to you got to drop several hundred bucks and wait at least six months. Yikes! Yeah, no, this thing's serious. But now, um, Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, best musical winner uh, also took home trophies uh, for three of its actors, including Leslie Odom Jr., mm-hmm. uh, David Diggs, and Renee Elise Goldsberry. I just want to make sure I got those names out. The other, the, the, the fourth spot was taken up by uh, the Color Purple actress. Uh, <gasps> oh, excuse me, uh, Sylvia Erivo. Uh, rounding out the quartet of black actors, taking the uh, the top spots there. Cynthia Erivo. Cynthia, correct you on that. Dude. Oh, what I say? My bad. Sylvia. Sil- oh yeah, my fault. Cynthia. My, my bad, baby. If you want to come down here, I'll apologize you know, you know, they, in person. They're doing big things, so you got to make sure you shout them out correct. You know? All right. All right. Um, okay, final one real quick. Uh, Reed Pop uh, will host BookCon, uh, a BookCon event um, at an off-site location for all four days of yeah. New York Comic Con this year. Um, the company just made this announcement now. Only New York Comic Con badge holders will be able to attend BookCon, and no standalone passes will be sold. Now, why this is a big kinda, deal? It's kind of kind of whack, bro. No, no, no. They're doing this. This is like a big promotion thing because it's Reed Pop who are the recent uh, yeah. owners of uh, of like Comic-Con, of like Pax East, of a bunch yeah. of different conventions. Um, we actually talked about them because they took up not just the uh, ownership but also the debts of previous cons. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but BookCon um, normally is a one-day event in late May. And since 2014, BookCon's been uh, Reed Pop's attempt to revitalize the literary industry. And it's you know, you're gonna try to bring publishers, independent booksellers, uh, chain buyers, and librarians together with fans. You know, it's kind of a dying industry. This is their attempt to say, nah, kids, read books, please, for the love of God. 
It has well, to be done. I mean, you can't get mad at them, though. I'm gonna. I mean, we... oh no, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, that's not the stance I'm taking. I'm not Trust mad at me. all. I'm saying that's what's up. As as it's... as my son reads his book on his damn tablet too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, read the book, but read the tablet too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes you just can't win. But for for real, it's just like I think it's pointed because I think it's pretty good though. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, I read a lot of books growing up, and that's the thing. I don't like to read that much now. Yeah. Because like when I say I've read a lot of books, like. A lot by choice, a lot by from school, a yeah. lot just recommended by people, and books like movies. There's yeah. tons of good of good ones out there, and then there's exponentially more terrible ones. Yeah. I've read so many awful books. It's not like a movie where it's like, okay, I, I I wasted two hours of my life to this, but that's that's you know I can deal with that amount of time and then I move on and I can talk smack about it later. With books, dude. Okay, this this has robbed me of a week of several <laughs> week <and> times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how often do you have that story of, well, it was terrible for the first 10 chapters, but I decided to stick with it and power through, and then it got good. I can say that about one book in life, and yeah. even then, it was a struggle. <laughs> I still read, but it's like, honestly, if I can't get hooked by the third chapter, it's a wrap. No, but, that, that, yeah, that, that, that's, that's actually pretty smart. Down, yeah. And you know what sucks? You can't tell people, well, I'm not a big reader, because then they automatically assume you're stupid. It's like, no, I've got a reason for this. You know, maybe I was burned. Maybe I was abused by a book as a child. Maybe a bookmobile ran over my foot right before I had my my, my NFL NFL kicker tryouts and, you know, robbed me of the future that could have been. I could have been the next Adam Vinatieri, patriot hero who would then leave the the team two years later to, to, to be a mediocre <laughs> to, to go to the to go to the enemy and make a shitload of money regardless. Yeah, <laughs> uh, still, he's not even that great anymore. It's just like I don't know what happened. Like he still set the records, brother. It doesn't he said, yeah, that's true. That's true, man. I'm, it's, I'm, it's one of those things. Like I'm pretty sure any person. Like imagine if you were the kicker, Pat. After you set the record and set the bar, mm-hmm. do you really have to do anything else after? For that? real, yo, Michael what Jordan other, didn't have to be a nice like, guy. What are, what are the odds of another kicker doing as much as he did within the next ten years? I don't know, man. That's all I'm saying. It's like you know he doesn't care anymore. I imagine, <laughs> yo, I imagine David Beckham going to. Develop uh, uh, like an athlete, like um, turf toe, <laughs> and then yeah, seriously, yo, it's gonna be someone. It's gonna be like some ex, from like ex, football uh, to football. No, no, I went from football to football. football. No, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be some ex soccer star who's gonna decide. Okay, I can only manage one kick a game. How can I profit off this? Mm. Yeah. How do I look in shoulder pads, yo? Come nah, yeah. David Beckham playing football. I would love to see that. David Beckham playing for yo. I, just, I, I want to see him take one tackle. Be like, ooh, he ain't pretty no more. It wasn't even about um, taking one tackle, about who would lay the tackle. That's the question. Oh, I would, I would lay the tackle, man. I would, I would try my ass off to get just on that. See Matt Dreadlocks coming there, like, ah. yeah, yo, for real. Corey Dillon has nothing. Yo, I just want to point out, first of all, this is supposed to be a story about books. Okay, we're talking about tackling uh, David you, you, Beckham you out of spite. Because you brought Beckham into it for no reason. I'm, I'm sorry, man. You're right. Next time. By the way, R.L. Stein's going to be a book con, and I've read almost every R.L. Stein book on the planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the list of uh, cats showing up at the New York Comic Con um, uh, book con. Yep, is uh, it, well. The authors booked are M. Martin um, of the Babysitters Club, Danielle Page of Dorothy Must Die, Chuck Wendig of the Star Wars novels, Naomi Movic of uh, Temeraire, uh, the, the whole series, and like you mentioned, R.L. Stein, the man. Yeah. So if you're going to New York Comic Con, keep an eye out for these. Um, also, speaking of New York uh, people, uh, in the house, uh, in the house, on the uh, line, we happen to have uh, Val, friend of the show, personal friend of mine, writer for the Nerdist, all types of good stuff, uh, anime extraordinaire, and sister. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val, how you doing? That's awesome. What's up? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Well, I'm on my way to East Free, so sorry. Nah, it's all good. You're traveling. Good stuff. The good things are happening. First of all, you're in the house with me. Uh, Herbie Herb is uh, on the uh, ones and twos, and uh, my homeboy Dirty D is uh, co-hosting tonight. How you doing, darling? How you doing? What's up? I'm all right. I'm all right. Good to hear from you. Mm-hmm. So, Val, you were calling in because you got to check out Warcraft. Is that correct? Yes. All right, cool. Um, It actually turns out yeah. this man got the peep uh, Warcraft to it. Yes, I did. You didn't get to see it? I didn't get Nah, come on now, please. Oh, okay. I, I, don't, I, don't do, I, don't, I don't do that whole geek stuff. I mean, what kind of show you think this is? <laughs> Oh, right. That's why I called the geek down, because we don't do geeky things. Uh, of course not. I mean, come on now. Please. We talk about nothing but Trump That's politics. That's just a nerd. Hey, this, is, this, is, this is Adam Jones uh, Jr. here. I'm wearing a Gorn mask now as we speak. I like to watch uh, As the World Turns and all that stuff. All right. All right. Like, I, should, I, should, I should point out, y'all, Val is all business, so my jokes are falling flat. I, I'm not all business. That's not true. I'm messing with you, yo. You know I am. I, was, I just, you know, I'm just 
sometimes I'm just a very serious person, and I'm still kind of bitter that you didn't know what my costume was last year. What? Yo, yo so I knew what you got. Co- wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, wait. Pause. Pause. Warcraft okay, hold up. Just went no, to no, well, no, no, we'll, we'll get we'll get to Warcraft in a second. But no, this, you guys this, are this, awesome. This is this has been a, this has been a, like a bit of pill for the past year. Okay, uh, when we we came in contact last uh, New Year uh, last New York Comic Con, and I, I I knew what her costume was eventually. But no, 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 no. I knew what the costume was eventually. But she was cosplaying. At, okay, first of all. The costume was assumed by everyone to be something different. How yeah. many people actually, for the record, how many people got what you were cosplaying as right off the bat? Be honest. Well, I know you. No, 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 no. Come, come clean, man. I well, I'm not sure, but quite a few people did recognize uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, After I you dropped hints, you showed them pins and everything. And was I not the closest by assuming that the jumpsuit you were wearing with the with the pattern you had you were rocking was from The Running Man, 1987's Arnold Schwarzenegger classic featuring Richard were, Dawson, The Running you Man. You were close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the costume itself was Katniss Everdeen from Hunger Games. Which one? Well, Minus the pin. Hunger Games. Uh, I could have been anybody. Yeah, no, no, for real. Um, we're, okay, we, we, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume then, since it's the obvious choice because you black, that you were trying to go as Rue. <laughs> Rue was dead. By, <laughs> Rue was dead by that point. Oh. How dare you? <laughs> she, she didn't even last two hours. Uh, <laughs> she lasted like no. an hour. <laughs> nah, you gotta just, just gauge him by the color wheel, yo. That's all. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, okay. Can, such a savage minutes. pet. 27 seconds exactly. Alright, can we put it to bed and just be agree agree to disagree okay. and be friends? Bygones will be bygones. Fine. Alright, right, solid. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yafit Koto. So, uh, <laughs> we're talking about Warcraft the 2016 <laughs> recent release and uh, you got to check this out. You want to give us your opinions, please? Um, yeah. Um, you sound so happy. Okay. Wow, that was pretty uh, glum, sweetheart. I'm, I'm just going to try, I'm going to try to, I, I think it's a really good movie for the for fans of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I don't play Warcraft. I know WoW is really popular in Asia, popular among, you know, nerds and people like or whatever. I think it's a really good movie for them. A movie for somebody like me, it was hot garbage. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so no mentioned Savage. words there. Um, all right. No chill, no chill. <laughs> all right, well, well, let, me, let me point out real quick. We're talking about Warcraft. Uh, the, the, the plot synopsis breakdown is the peaceful realm of Azeroth stands on the brink of war as its civilization faces a fearsome, uh, faces a fearsome race of invaders, orc warriors fleeing their dying home to colonize another. As a portal opens to connect two worlds, one army faces destruction and the other faces extinction. From opposite sides, two heroes are set on a collision course that will decide the fate of their family, their people, and their home. Starring a bunch of people I ain't never heard of. Well, and actually, there was two. There was two people on that in the movie that were actually prominent actors. That oh, I you talking about? You, you talking about Ben Foster? You, uh, Man, uh, please. Dominic, Dominic Cooper from um, Vikings. Uh, no, Agent Carter. Thank you. Oh, Agent Carter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Warren, 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 Warren Worthington from the from the from the, the X Men movie that shall not be named. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> Mars from um the uh the two thousand something movie Hostage, where he played the craziest oh, dude Paula ever. Oh, Paula Patton, man. Paula Patton's pretty big. Man, don't don't be bringing up. Man, what's wrong with you? Stop that. Clancy Brown's also I, in the sucker. <laughs> um, but, um, not, the but guy, not. He's playing preacher now, and then the chick that's also in preacher. Oh, that was him. Yep, you're right. Wait, Dominic Cooper? Oh, snap, that no, was him. Yeah. The chick that, played the, the, that was him, and the chick that played the queen is in Preacher as well. Okay. Yep, right. she plays the... Oh, uh, I forgot the girl. Um, the Wait, the queen? Yeah, I, the queen. I, I, I didn't, Oh, Ruth Negger, you mean? Yes, yeah, yes. No, I, I dig Ruth Negger. She was in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Uh, yeah, she, she, she was in Agents she, of she, S.H.I.E.L.D., that's right. Yeah, looks like a friend of mine, man. It's kind of weird. Because I didn't, I didn't know her name before Preacher, and now looking at Preacher, she got more screen time, and now I can't see my friend's face without seeing her. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those so, weird situations. Okay, well, anyways, I brought all that up because, uh, D, you also saw uh, Warcraft, and unbeknownst to me, you were also a Warcraft player briefly. Yeah, I did play for like a solid year at its peak because everybody I knew was playing that game. 
Okay, so for a second, so it was this. Um, I can't even remember what expansion because I'm literally telling you right now, this was like maybe a good solid six years ago okay. that I last played it, and um, it's just been around a long time. And um, I, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I'm an aficionado. I just I heard there was a lot of issues with the lore mm-hmm. that a lot of people were having, especially like longtime fan and longtime players of the game. Well, you heard so, what Val said. Um, she personally didn't like it because, as a longtime uh, Warcraft fan, yeah. including someone with like personal tattoos and stuff, yeah. uh, she was offended by the fact that it didn't stick. I, I'm BSing. Um, but nah, you said you didn't like it, and D, you actually said you didn't hate it before the show. I thought it was a good movie. It had the pacing was better than some movies that came out that were supposed to be way better than every other movie this yeah, year. That's, yeah, <laughs> You talking the, about you, the pacing was great. Are you talking about TMNT because we can get into that. Nah, I'm talking about BVS. B- oh, you don't have Batman vs Superman, which yeah. is also another dumpster fire. Yeah, it, it, you know, sweet Val, I hear you, girl. It was just I'm all about pacing. You know, a movie can be hot garbage, mm-hmm. but if the pacing's good, I'll watch it. You know what I mean? As well, long as, here's go ahead. my thing. I think that Warcraft seems like it would be like a really good 30 minute show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like every week, yeah. And to me, that's how it played out. And I'm like, I don't, you know, it was like vignettes of like 15 to 20 minute episodes as opposed to a cohesive show. Like I found it to be the pacing is is decent. I, I will give you that, but yeah. I didn't find it to be a cohesive story because it was all over the place and it was just a ugly looking film. I don't know. Well, I actually, from the material I saw, it actually looked like that was one of the high points. The animation looked spot on. You're telling me that's not the case? It was like bargain basement, family dollar, Lord of the Rings. Damn. Yeah, like, really, yeah, that's actually a pretty accurate description of that. Really? Yo, <laughs> yeah. the commercials made this thing look dope. I'm was laughing because it's true. Though. Was I deceived? Have I been lied to, bamboozled, run amok? I don't know if lied to, bamboozled, run amok. All I know is, is I've seen better. Hundred times better. Oh, so, so I did. I did like. It, I did it, like the wizard battle. That little mini wizard battle that went on. Um, What's talking about the wizard battle? Well, the wizard battle. It, it was a. It was a scene. I guess when the uh, Valley. Remember when the orcs first uh, uh, rummaged through the land Wait, and they no, first. Oh, enco- yeah. No spoilers, yo. And they first encountered each other, and then yeah. um, the the soon to be. Uh, I'm not gonna ask the spoiler. So there's a character that plays a big role down the road. Yeah, this one he kind of broke out into this. He's a mouse. He's got these big ears. He puts on a blue robe and a pointy hat, and he does like this thing with all these rooms. They carry water down some stairs and then flood a. (laughs) He might have. I think he did don a blue robe at the end though. Okay, all right. So um, that's kind of like not too far off. All right. And then when, the, when did the hippos put on the tutus and dance? That's <laughs> from the left. With oh, the, the, uh, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. Okay, so Val, you saw uh, a wizard just, battle that was actually okay? Um, the graphics with that were, were pretty okay. It was just, I don't know, it was very, I, I really just don't know how to explain it. Like the actors were very odd casting picks and, um, I, I think his name I, I don't remember the names of the people, but. Wait, you, just, was, you, you, um, just, you just praised the casting. You're saying it was, you're saying you had beef with it. I mean, you just, you just touted how much you love Ben Foster. <laughs> it wasn't the, it wasn't the casting. It was just the way that the film was put together and yeah. the, really the, the story. It, it, it just wasn't really cohesive. And then the ending was like, what is going on? I, I appreciated that, like, you know, I like that the fact that main characters died, like when they came. Whoa, sorry, spoiler, crap. Ah, it's okay. Edit that out. It's okay. Everyone gets, everybody gets one. There's actually like five main characters. I see. That's the thing about the story, though. It's like, um, there's like five protagonists that I would, you know, I would like honestly call a protagonist, mm-hmm. and one of them did die. Yeah. Yeah. There's Th- Legolas. Gonna... There's Katniss. There's, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've heard about this. You know, it's like it's Legolas. Like, yeah. God bless him. Um, <laughs> when Qui Gon went though, shoo. But um, I don't know, man. Uh, I just there was one character I really liked the most. The guy uh, who played Ragnar Lothbrok. I do forget his um, actual name. He plays the lead character in Vikings. I liked his character a lot more than anybody else. Everybody else just oh, kind of. Yeah, his do... character was very likable. Yeah, he was, he was very, very likable. He just has he has a charisma about him that I think he'll bring into any type of movie of that genre. So. But um, what what did you think of the way it ended? Like, are you looking forward to a sequel, or do you think the sequel would probably do justice to the move? I I I I think that that is something that I'm going to wait for somebody else to tell me about before I go see it. Okay. Um, it so, wasn't 
good enough to bring me back for another one. Uh, the actor's name, by the way, is Travis Fimmel, who played Andu in Lothar. So, um, and actually, Travis Fimmel was on. I don't know if you remember, but there was a Tarzan show that was on CW. Yeah, back in like he that was he played Tarzan. Yeah, I remember. Wait, Tarzan. I remember Beastmaster, Tarzan. This was this was a Sunday. It's CW, bro. CW does everything. Okay, this was a Sunday. It's like a teeny bopper Tarzan. Uh, no, no, Sunday, <laughs> after, Sunday afternoon show then. Yeah. Okay, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mind you. Just wow, he said the Beastmaster. Whoa. Beastmaster yeah, was one of those Mark shows. Mark Singer, that was the man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was all old and stuff. Show. I know, I know things. Val, you remember Beastmaster? Yeah, that was a good show. I enjoyed it. Okay, yeah, cool. That was Thank a good you. Show. The yeah. two ferrets. I love the ferrets. I'm not alone. I'm not alone, y'all. Herb over there yeah. judging me. It's cool. I see how it is. <laughs> I don't know. The movie was just... It uh, just didn't work. I gave it a 5 out of 10, so... Okay, so... Derek. horrible. Well, so, uh, all right, well, Derek, on our thumbs up, thumbs down system. Uh, I would give it, like, one thumbs up just to watch it. A thumbs down because it just was horrible. That's not a review, brother. You said I'll give it both... <laughs> Uh, I can't say go watch. I, okay, put it like this. This is the way I review it. Yeah. I wouldn't pay the ten bucks, twelve, twenty dollars to watch it in the movie theaters. I uh-huh. definitely rent it if I could at a red box. But if I couldn't find a red box, I definitely wait for cable. I would okay. It's a movie to see at a matinee if nothing else is out, exactly. and you have nothing else to do but you want to go to the movies, and you can see Damn. it before two o'clock in the afternoon, and it's six dollars. Then yeah. it's worth it. Wow, y'all got, y'all Six dollars for Warcraft's not bad, actually. That's a good deal. <laughs> Nothing but kind words, yo. Okay, well, if I was a hardcore fan of the game series, would this or would this not please me? Like, make me all happy pants? Oh, you because I finally get to see it translate. I would. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, just, that's there, the there, there was lore is there was lore issues that I kept writing about. Um, I do remember one or two things that they mentioned that was part of the game when I was playing it, like uh-huh. the fells and something. Um, the fells in um, the orc. The, the legends of the orc, how, how they came to be. That was pretty kind of accurate to it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, everything else was just, I mean, I didn't play it long enough to know this, every aspect of the lore. But when I read the articles, because I was interested, I liked them. I said, let me see what the people thought of it. A lot of issues with the lore. Just, they, they, but like, and it's a movie. What would you expect? Oh. And you know what? You know, Paula Patton's know. character was actually likable, but I just, honestly, I couldn't get over the fact that there was just two pieces of teeth sticking out of her mouth sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, dude, oh my god, it's Paula Patton. I'm like, I'm in love with Paula Patton, dude. Like, oh, you don't understand. E- even now that she needs that dental work done? Her bridge that work dental work. Up. I might have I might have made an exception for the dental work. Wow. <laughs> That's how know. cute I she is. Her career is just so... It deserves better. It does. It really does. I think she could... Like, I could see her cast as some... A good decent mutant or a DC, uh, like a Marvel superhero or DC superhero, she could mm-hmm. she she could play the role, man. She's a great actress. Okay, I really so. thought that you know after Mission Impossible, her career was going to be on the rise, and that's not what happened. Oh, that's because she was messing with Tom Cruise, girl. Tom Cruise don't let nobody get bigger than him. Okay, that's called the audacity right. of hope. <laughs> um, Seriously. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. And just just uh, just final word on it then. If uh, somebody, maybe case in point, me was only really familiar with Warcraft from that episode of South Park. <laughs> um, could I could I go There's to this could I go to this movie with it. <laughs> and not and not have a bad time? Um, no, I, in my opinion, no, because I'm one of those South Park people, and it, it I was like, what the hell is going on? You know, everybody is the Hulk. They're fighting these people. Um, one dude like doing a thriller dance. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. I was like, what is going on? I mean, it wasn't confusing, but I think if I knew a little bit more. of I, I was sitting next to people that knew about the game, and I was like asking them questions, like an old lady, like, "Who are these people? What's going on?" Like, it, just, <laughs> I, it was not. It was. It wasn't really a, a very welcoming movie, and it doesn't do anything to revitalize the video games and movie genre. It's still a dead issue for now. It was so, so dead. Like there was a scene where last thing I'm gonna say on it, there was a scene where uh, there were you know the, the, the epic speech. Let's get this together. We're gonna fight, and we're gonna. Band together as the race of la la la. And then did he get eaten by a shark Fight like Sam Azeroth. Jackson in uh, in uh, in Deep Blue Sea? No. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that, <laughs> that would have made the movie great. <laughs> All right, so you heard it here on the Geek Down. Uh, the, the verdict is um, don't see it unless it's really really <laughs> cheap. Nah. All right, Val. Thank you very much. Uh, you want to let cats know where they can read more of your work, hear more of your um, wonderfully uh, poorly um, uh, uh, digitized voice. Poorly written. You can read some of my poorly written articles on the Nerdist, uh, Geek, and Sundry 
Nice. And Anime Complexium, and my name is Valerie Complex. You can Google me and you'll find me pretty much all over the place. All right, cool. Look for Valerie Complex on The Nerdist, on Geek and Sundry, which we actually, I, I, it turns out, talk about a lot on this show. Wow. I've gone back through, yeah, I've gone back to like the past few episodes, and it comes up like four times in six episodes. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. Also, Anime com, anime uh, Complexium, which is your yes, own, mm-hmm, which is your own yes, innovation. Sir. Yeah. Ooh, anime. Ooh, we got to talk about. Well, black anime fans, yeah, you know, uh, few and far between. Uh, check out Valerie Complex. All right, Val, you got to go, or can you stick around and uh, BS with us for a little more? What do y'all want to talk about next? Uh, well, my man brought up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, first of all. I wanna, oh, well, yeah, I, I, we can talk about that, too. Yeah, I want to let you know, all right? For the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, that was actually it. a damn good time. And I was surprised, brother, because I walked in there ready to hate. Like, I went in there, like, think, like yeah, I, w- I was reminiscing on that Chappelle show episode, like, yo, hate, 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 it's going down, it's going to get raw, and I'm, I'm in there, like, first of all, all I got to say, my man, and every time they said that, I got to call out the acting of Seamus and Gary Anthony Williams, yeah, <laughs> seriously, great, I, who, who expects a pro wrestler to actually have... Uh, acting skills, but maybe it's just he was cast. It was in a amazing role. how those two characters literally carried that movie. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, like the movie was, yeah, the movie was 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 fresh was fresh farm fresh garbage juice. I would, but nah, it was, that's too that's that's too harsh. <laughs> no, no, my son loved the movie, dude. It was man. My son, please, I, th- this is my son's generation. I'm not gonna let you do that. So too, somebody dude. scraped that. Somebody <laughs> scraped that script off the bottom of their shoe. Okay, so. So you, so you, so you didn't like it. No, I, 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 no, I loved it. That's the problem. I, I, it's, it's, it's in, it's inconscionable. Um, I can't fathom why I like this movie, but I don't just like it. I've been recommending it left and right. It is the <laughs> stupidest thing I've seen. No, you know what? It's it's stupid like Pootie Tang is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Pootie, Pootie, Pootie Tang is stupid funny. but hilarious. Yeah, but listen, Pootie this Tang movie was is a whole re- other level of idiotic. Yeah, well, Pootie Tang has has Louis C.K. behind. Let's keep things in perspective. Yeah, okay, okay. This is Michael Bay somehow reining himself in. There were so few explosions in this True. that I actually was able to keep my eyes on the screen. True. Right? <laughs> Yeah. No, she, he's right. He's dead right. There was minimal explosions. <laughs> you know, all right, man. It's, yo, and I'm honestly surprised how very rarely do movies acknowledge how stupid they are, know plainly how stupid yeah. they are, and just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if, if and you can, you can call me out on this if I'm wrong, but Shredder was almost inconsequential in this movie, and it worked for that. He didn't do a yeah. damn thing but get punked by Krang. See, but the beef was... That's what happened, though. Well, well, I mean, no, no, that's what happened in the old like corny ass cartoon show. Well, we have, but you guys have to understand where the source is coming from. Are they are they following the original that we understand and know and love the '80s cartoon, or are they following the newer Nickelodeon CGI? I don't think they're following anything. I think it's just fan fiction at this point. It was. Oh, so you yeah. think they're just piecing, just they're just taking different elements from different aspects of different eras yeah, and just putting it together? No, it no, kinda. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to debate that. No, because um, what they did was they took most most of the influence from the '80s cartoon, but this was like fan fiction from somebody who watched the '80s cartoon, liked it a lot, but then also remembered bits of every single ver- version that came later and decided, even though they may or may not like them, they have to work them in. Because uh, look, I'm, I'm going to say it like this, I. Huge fan of the turtles. Who is so Brocksteady Bebop? I mean, awesome. besides communists and Brownie Hounds. But that shredder reminded me of this Nickel- the current Nick- Nickelodeon shredder. He just had that feel. Well, the so, current Nickelodeon was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that dude in Shredder Man, yo, like, if you wa- have you been watching the, the latest show? Yeah, I've been watching a couple. Okay, it's I, like I watch it the world kids. is in peril. We don't have Gaia or Captain Planet to save us, okay? Everything's going straight to heck, okay? And <laughs> this dude planet. finally has to work with the turtles, and they are right there. You can save the planet yeah. or you, by working with your enemies. So what does he do? He walks up and shanks Splinter. The pettiest move possible. He's like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna settle this grudge yeah, take from like, from like 47 years ago, rather than save the Earth. Dog, that's savage, though, man. Yeah, no, that's, Makes that's for good story. That is, that is the epitome of ratchet. 
Yeah, That's what, something Val would do when, what, I, when I wouldn't recognize what'd you her think cosplay, of the way, man. What did you think of the way they oh. snuck in the techno Sorry, drone? sorry. I had, I had, I had, oh, the techno oh, drone. the way that they snuck in the techno drone. Oh, what did you uh, guys think of the know. way they snuck it in? I was man. a little pissed off. I was like, wait a minute. So he, like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like the way they did it because I was afraid they were really going trying to ham fist a sequel in there. Okay. And the way they did it was um, they had Krang come out of nowhere. He kind of did nothing, but the fact that he was so he was yeah. No, if you if you look really excuse me for using this term, he was no, he was just niggerish the whole time. Yeah, he was. This dude came up and it was like it was like uh, uh it was like Rick James without the talent. Okay, all he did was talk smack, and lick his lips. Yeah, seriously. Did, did you notice? Okay, uh, uh, Dio, uh, Val. Did you notice that he was voiced by the same dude who did the voice of Lobo on the Superman cartoon? Nah. Yeah, I didn't notice I didn't that. Notice that. That, w- that was him, and it Get dawned on me the whole time. Yeah, and I'm like, you could not pick a more ignorant voice. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so perfect because he didn't. He did not much say ignorance. All right, you know what? This isn't even one of our stories. I just kind of got off on a point. Um, I will say, though. Pat just had to get it off. I'm sorry. You brought it up, and it's just its so ridiculous. But it's such a ridiculous good time. I highly recommend anyone see it. And I am ashamed to say that. I just, I don't know. I have a thing for film ending. Uh Like, a film could be like, because I found myself enjoying it until the last 20 minutes. And then it just went downhill. And for some reason, I have this thing where it's like, if the movie doesn't end well, then the movie is terrible. Because the ending has, like, the most impact. So you need to round it exactly. out in a way that's decent. But they just couldn't I agree. I agree with you 100% Val on that one. I just felt like that whole, the last final situation with Krang was just, it, it, it yo, my, my climactic bubble Man. just burst. Like, you know I'm, I'm, it just I'm, nothing I'm, did. I'm, it did nothing for me at all. I'm glad at least Amy agreed with me. Because this was the stupidest movie that I've had. That I've, I, I, I cannot remember having such a great time seeing, and may even pay to see again, even though it's so like wait a minute. So wait a Hardcore Henry wasn't that dope. No, Hardcore Henry was dope. I still haven't no, seen it. You I, haven't seen yo? No. How are you on the show? You you are dismissed, <laughs> sir. I must go now, guys. I've yeah. been dismissed I I, by. I, I'm starting to think that I'm just joyless because you know I didn't like Hardcore Henry. Either, yo. What Val? I trusted you. How 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 can you turn on me like this? We both we both we both just broke Pat's heart in For like real? multiple well, multiple ventricles. That ending is just ugh. Man, just the ending was the best like, part. This dude flew out of nowhere. Up. Yo, the 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 the, the 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 Superman boss, the, the Ary, Aryan <laughs> Superman out of nowhere. Nah, I gotta watch. And then it. this dude, yeah, yo, okay, yo, he no, no, Aryan no, Superman no, no exaggeration, <laughs> no exaggeration. It starts off as this kind of silly story about a guy who everything is in first person view, and oh, I, I got to figure out how to work a gun. By the end, the fight scenes are almost better than the Raid Redemption. Wow. Yeah, that's and huge. there's this scene on a rooftop. Almost better than Raid Redemption. Almost that is, better. Um, yo, you man. That's like, that is extreme. Yeah, I know. that's really. a huge I comparison know. you I just know. made because right there. And this one there's fight a lot of scene. CGI involved in those films, and in the raid, there's none of that. There are people doing this and getting hurt. Okay, Val. Val even if it's visceral, Val. Even 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 as somebody who did not like the movie, you can't tell me that last fight scene on the rooftop was not one of the most raw things you've ever seen in life. No, it's so not. now I gotta go. Home and watch. <laughs> oh my God, what? <laughs> Yo, okay, uh, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find it on YouTube no, or I have some. It. I got it. You have okay, cause that f- now, the, the you, fight you scene on the redemption. I know, have you right? Seen the raid? Oh man, I've seen both raid redemptions. Back. I've mm-hmm. seen both raid movies, and those are still great. Yeah. Mark for Henry, like how dare you? Okay, like, ima- that's imagine like comparing like the end of Warcraft to the end of Lord of the Rings. Like, <laughs> okay, that's not fair because I haven't seen Warcraft. You know what? Yeah. Now that you say that, though, and knowing your opinion on hardcore Henry's fight scene, I may your Warcraft might be is might be like, yo, I'm gonna see this thing, and it'll be yeah, seriously, it'll be like playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag For again. Asarah! Seriously, man. Now I want to see it because of that. Yo, okay. All, all I will say, Derek, as somebody who hasn't because you haven't seen it, imagine if an entire fight scene was repeated moves of when in the Raid Redemption, he kicks that one dude over the balcony, he falls and lands on the other railing, Ugh. just like split back. Uh, yeah, that was this rooftop yeah, fight scene. Okay, I remember that. That was this rooftop fight scene okay. over and over. And I was just like, yo, this is ridiculous. Ugh. All right, okay. My so back that's, just hurt when I'm thinking about that. But. All right, that's Ninja Turtles. What I want to uh, say about Ninja Turtles, I really, I have to give Megan Fox her props. I think she's really trying Mm-hmm. To get out of her own shadow, to, to transform a shadow, 
mm-hmm. and not be seen as like the sexy or whatever. I mean, she can't act, but she's trying. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like her in this that. role though. I do acknowledge that there is effort involved here, yeah. but I think that was like mandatory. That was necessary. She had no choice. It's like take this seriously because Michael Bay is kind of all you have now. <laughs> you know, and I mean, he's not too far off when he says that though. I mean, like, yeah. seriously, like who, who, who is actually trying to sign mm-hmm. Megan Fox to do anything of quality? Yeah, and Tyler Perry of all things. What was the last did, movie she did before she started running with the team? Um, I think all I can remember is Jennifer's Body. <laughs> um, Jonah, Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex. Oh, okay, was I do that? remember that. Okay, okay, and another, another and, but another horrible, horrible movie though. Based off of a property I really like, Jonah Hex stories written by Joe R. Lansdale are some of the most badass Western stories you've ever come across. And I like Westerns, and I'm I'm like hard on, I'm like scrutinizing, and he writes excellent Jonah Hex tales. And I thought they would base the movie off of one of his. Instead, they gave us Wild Wild West with like facial deformity. <laughs> Ser- seriously, man. it really it's, was that. Yeah. I don't want. I don't there was no I comic like book influence out of that movie. I, think I, just need to read it. I just need to watch the movie again to see if I liked it or not. I can't really remember. It's very forgettable. I will say that. Jo- Jonah Hex. Yeah. No, it's forgettable for a reason. I'm gonna recommend you some uh, some uh, some uh, some comics. You gonna love me for it. Or even better, an episode of Batman the Animated Series is gonna Hi-ya. change your life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Herb remembers it. Hey. All right, but now we actually have a, a, another another picture to touch on. Um, yo, I got a uh, I got I got a screener to check out this movie called oh, man Destination Planet Negro Negro Negro. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm supposed <laughs> to see that. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to see it. Oh, okay. Well, we'll keep we'll keep this uh, spoiler free or spoiler free as yeah. possible. But no, it's, you can you can. Do the spoilers. It doesn't bother me. Well, no. Nah, spoil- nah, th- this. Excuse me, madam. This is a spoiler-free program. Okay, I'm that's sorry. How, that's how we. We get don't want down. people banging down Pat's door. Seriously, yo, I spoil. I, yo, man, I'm, I'm sorry. Damn it, yo. Pat! I'm tired of your spoilerism. I, 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 <laughs> one time, one time, I spoiled Hitman Agent Forty Seven. Herb was at my home with a torch that night. It was insane. So angry. I know, right? I've learned my lesson <laughs> since then. Yeah, you don't piss off Herb, man. For real. Um, no, we're talking about Destination Planet Negro. It's written by um, the dude who co-wrote Chirac yep. with, uh, with Spike, Spike Lee. Lee. Yeah. yeah, That was an all right movie. It wasn't great, but it was good. Now, Chirac was an interesting take. It's yeah. based off of one of my favorite Greek plays, yeah. which is, oddly enough, the only Greek play I really like. <laughs> which is bad. Yeah, well, no, I'm a weird dude, man. The only Greek plays I really enjoy are the ones that involve like rampant bestiality and things, <laughs> because the rest of them are just so boring. There's, there's like old men in togas and women... Are, are, are like glorified, like, you know, living room furniture. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's based off of Lysistrata. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not even talking about that. Yeah. Uh, well, Chirac was based off of Lysistrata, which yeah. is an interesting story about the women of a society denying their men sex yeah. because they're too busy going to war and dying and violence and all this stuff. Well, this oh, movie, likely. he's a special kind of guy. Well, this movie, uh, Destination Planet Negro, is set in the 1960s because they had the whole Danger Will Robinson robot. Yeah black scientists at a time when black people are still three-fifths of a human being black people aren't accepted in society somehow yet still black folks are able to reach uh the rank of like politician and respected scientists it was, it and was hilarious because when it comes in with it's like the illuminati of all black folks like you had like <laughs> yeah. one black member for every like religious like so we had like a, yeah. a, a priest there was, there was one muslim one christian priest i think one, one of those guys was uh du bois Yes, one, one, one dude was W.E.B. Du Bois. Yeah, the whole thing He's was... He's like, damn it, Du Bois. I was like, wait a minute. It was, it was interesting. Um, the, the, uh, the politician was Frederick Douglass here. I thought he was supposed to be Frederick <laughs> Douglass. <before. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so all, all or, the black or people... The bo- or the bootleg Al Sharpton looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, Val, the, um, all the uh, high-ranking black people get together at their weekly meeting. <laughs> and talk about the progression of the black race. They do indeed. And then black folks are in uh, peril in this society so they figure the best not either these are the smartest uh ranking black folks in society uh they figure the best um chance black folks have at survival uh is oh. it do we end violence amongst ourselves do we uh you know up, up, uplift the community do they, do they no. move to africa so many so many things that they could have done what do they do nope. we load up the high the most intelligent and uh best athlete most athletic and uh, basically the best black people we can find onto a spaceship and we all recolonize mars we all fly them to Mars and start building a new society. That's what we do. 
Mm -hmm. That was the plan. That was the plan. But the white folks are coming. Yeah. Because somebody snitched. So we don't have time to actually get the party together he and get snitch. everyone on this rocket. He yeah, this was hard. this one. <laughs> All right, so he was be- like, "This is this is too out of the box. I gotta go. I gotta go talk." <laughs> yeah. So because one snitch didn't get stitches, we're only able to get one scientist, his assistant, and a special pilot uh, onto the ship to try to fly to Mars, uh, or at least the nearest well, the safest planet. The the extra person was the scientist's daughter. Daughter. Well, yep. daughter slash sister. She was actually kind of very cute. So. Oh, okay, okay. Keep things in perspective, bro. That's what kept me watching the movie, brother. All right. Okay, okay. Well, that's the, that's the synopsis of the movie. And from there, it really, it really has no direction. Uh, they fly Not to what yet. they think is Mars, but instead they fall through a black hole and end up time traveling. Hence why you get uh, Destination Planet Negro is never, where they, is never where they actually land. They actually come to the future and get to see uh, how the... Um, current way of living is yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, what societal life is like for black people what ha- today so what uh, what happened was uh, something happened with two so black holes and it warped the yeah yeah okay to me this movie was not, this was not a good movie now it wasn't so much everything was the same it was just um from what they were co- i forgot what happened the two black holes happened and they time warped them right that's yes. what happened yeah, it was a time warp okay mm-hmm. so i wanted uh, to make sure i said that right yeah, it's supposed to be a social commentary, and I can definitely see the Spike Lee influence. Yeah, he was, he was in no way, shape, or form involved in the creation of this, but you can tell somebody who wrote this was a big fan of Spike Lee movies. I got a lot of um, school days in this. Oh, yeah. A lot of behavior was unrealistic, but it was supposed to be symbolic. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the robot was one jive turkey. The robot was funny. The <laughs> robot, believe it, they had this like really strong, this like strong, strong old school like racist stereotype, and I don't mean racist like against black people. I mean like the old farmer who wants that negro wants those negros away from his daughter, kind of like, like a ruckus, of, yeah, kind of like a ruckus character, yeah, in robot oh, like- form. Yeah, okay. it was funny though. I, 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 I we just landed won. on guy. I said <laughs> guy, and if we don't guy, I don't know where we's at. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's what. That's basically what he sounded like throughout the whole movie. It was hilarious though. It carried the movie a and little I, bit. I, and I will point out. A high point of that character, surprisingly, was he wasn't just racist against black people. Yeah. He was racist against Asians, <laughs> against Native Americans, <laughs> against Latin folks, everyone that real like he was an equal opportunity racist. It was actually uh, very it uplifting. Was true. It was very true. Yeah. It, it, okay, it's, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um all right, so this has to do so you said that Destination Negro doesn't really have a lot of direction. It probably wasn't a good film. Yeah, I found it very um, disjointed. Um at times it didn't know if it wanted to be a comedy or if it wanted to be a serious message film. And it would go like these ten minute stints where it'd be they would try to be hilarious and a couple of jokes would hit, but we're talking like two out of out of seventeen. Yeah, exactly. And then it would go through another ten minute stint where it's like the most serious stuff you'd ever seen. You're you're watching lynchings and stuff, and then it would go back to trying to be comedy. And they also covered the one drop rule where one of the blackest characters, like legitimately blackest characters, I think the dude in real life may be a rapper. Yeah. The, the, one of the realest dudes was this white rapper in the movie. Yep. It was kind of surprising, but um, I found it very disjointed. Is that what you're asking? Okay. Um, Spike Lee. Uh-huh. I haven't. He's five foot two. I don't think I've seen a good movie of his since the 25th hour. Mm. Wow. No, no. Inside, Inside Man was decent. I liked Inside Man, but... His films are not packing the political punch that they used to. Well, uh, well, it wasn't Spike Lee. It was the guy who worked with Spike Lee who directed it. But yeah. I, I know, I know that he worked with uh, Spike Lee on Chirac or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my question is, what did you expect? What did I expect? Yeah. I honestly expected a movie with a little more focus. I wasn't so much looking for a Spike Lee esque movie. I was just looking for something that really showed that you've worked with a veteran director. And somebody who generally has his ideas in place. I can see the influence in the intent of the movie, but not really in the execution. But then again, Spike Lee's been doing this for like 20 some odd years, 30 some odd years. And this dude is fairly new. So that's understandable. And I can forgive him on that. The whole picture to me had a very student film vibe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were audio problems in some scenes. There was uh, poor editing in others. Some of them were edited spot on. There was guest stars who came in for one scene. The Native American dude. Oh my that god, helped he's them. been in like in every movie. Yeah, I'm <laughs> upset. I don't know that name. actor's name you because he's. Um, is that him? Because uh, he was in yeah. Dances with Wolves. Yep. He, okay, yeah. Um, and he's been in everything. He was a cameo guest star. He was yeah. on the movie, gave, delivered like a couple of bad lines, and I'm like, I know you're better than this. So yeah. this is a fault. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I can't, I can't BS about that. 
honestly, at the end of the, the day, the movie, but this the movie is, has some high points though. Like I, I, I enjoyed the fact when they discovered Obama was the first black president. And yeah, remember the scene in the car? Well, when they, they got pulled over. The yes, when they got pulled over by the cop, mm-hmm. and then they're just like, Obama's black and he's half white. And I just thought <laughs> you should know that. It, it was just, uh, man, I, I'm, I'm like waiting for Black Lives Matter to happen right now. I'm yeah. like, wow, if they go here, I'm like, all right, you, you forced it. I understand. Yeah, what you're those were to some say. of the moments that really, so, that really jived with me because it, it was all right. Between the bad comedy and between the over heavy handed uh, pro blackness, there were these moments of actual Question. introspection. Where was and, the brother from, the, uh, the pilot? Who is that guy? Uh, I don't know. And it, that's was the that problem. the guy from Dope? Was that him? No. That's he, not him. No. It looks um, just like him. It's, it's, it's not him. You know who I thought he was for a long time, then I realized the ages didn't match? Do you remember that old BET show, Hits? Yeah. I thought that was him. No, that's not. And, well, no, no. Nah, it, he it, it's not, old, it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's not him. There's a, there's a different age gap there. But it's, it's, it's a lot of uh, familiar looking people that aren't the person you think they are. And that's not a problem. It's a, yeah. it's a smaller film. Uh, I would, re- I would I, believe it or not, I would recommend somebody see this. I'm going to say I did not like this movie. But I would still recommend people watch it. Uh, I always recommend people see films, even if I didn't like it. Nah, nah. They I, might. I'm a hard bastard about that stuff. It's just like, nah, you gon' you gon' like the, this. I, I mean, honestly, I just thought the movie was a little longer than what it needed to be. 142 oh, d- minutes definitely. long. I think it, it, it needed to be like one one yeah. hour and like half a, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I could I could I could see this running on maybe PBS. Yeah. If they if they'd edit it better, if they yeah. if they if they could have edited it down to an hour. The robot would have been the comic relief, yeah. and they could have gotten their point across. The most poignant parts were when we got to see the perspective of modern America, especially black life in modern America, yeah. urban life, I'll say, yeah. in uh, modern America through the eyes of like 1960s citizens, yeah. black folks from an era where we have repression, we don't have gay rights, we don't have black rights, we don't have um, gender neutrality, yeah. we don't have any acceptance of any... Uh, lifestyle if you're not rich, white, uh, male, and relatively was, up, up, middle to upper class to upper class. Even though the acting was poor, I thought when that little retro, uh, that little retro scene where they were just going back with like the pictures of Martin and stuff. Yeah. You know, that, that was poignant. Like the girl acted very well in that scene. So. It, it was a little heavy for yeah. me, but I see what they were going for. And conceptually, yeah. Yeah. I think it's it was still worth seeing. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, I'm not going to. It's rare that I have this tough a call making on this. I have not had this tough a call deciding on a film since Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. But <laughs> 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 uh, Val, if you're if you're honestly curious about this sucker, I think I think you might. I don't know if you'll enjoy it, but I think it's definitely a movie you won't regret seeing. Okay. Yeah, and it's called. I can uh, see that. Destination Planet Negro. It's actually making a, it's getting a lot of buzz on the um, uh, film festival circuit right now, and you can check I it out online. The press stuff. I just didn't email them yet. I just ooh la di da. I'm gonna be flaunting your connections in in, oh, in, in, in the faces of my listeners here. How dare you? I, no, man, I don't. <laughs> you know, Pat's you. jealous. Uh, okay, why? Oh, you get, yeah. Whose side are you on, brother? Huh? Pat, right. hate See, ass. Yo, I, I get hate, 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 hate. I get no support. I don't get no regard. No esteem either. I got to do what he says or he'll kill me. That's right. I'm here with guns. He'll, kick, gotta, um, he'll kick out my door waving the 4-4. <laughs> I got to run, you guys. I'm very sorry, but no, I, I um, don't want to take you into the... Um, no, it is all good. We've reached the end back. of our time anyways. Now it's time to say goodbye to Val and all her friends. All right, Val, while we do have you, though, you want to remind our listeners where they can actually check out your work and uh, get oh. down with the Valerie Complex. Oh, yeah, Valerie Complex. You can take me out on the Nerdist Speaking Sundry. I'm on the Inquisitor. Um, check me out on Anime Complexity. That's on my site where we talk about things uh, anime-related, and that's it. Yeah, Geek and Sundry, the Nerdist, Anime Complexium. Uh, you can Google Black Nerd. I don't know what else. Um, but now, nah, check out Valerie Complex, Val, and occasionally here on The Geek Down. I uh, want to thank you for joining us, sharing your thoughts on World of Warcraft and your... Um, uh, general misguided view of uh, Ninja Turtles as well. I'm a holla at It's a pleasure meeting you, Val. You guys meeting you and you know connect with me on Facebook. Yes, I will, darling. All right, cool. all right. You guys right. take care. All right, Val. You too. I'll be, be in safe touch. on the road, darling. We got we got lots yep. of, we got lots more hating to do. Since you be hating on uh, uh, hardcore Henry, you gotta have a long talk. No, I'm gonna go home and watch it now. You said visceral like Real. raid, dude. To to compare it to the raid. 
Dude, yeah. that's huge. I'm, I'm that's some of the best Yo. action choreography I've seen in a long time in a movie. Man, seriously, though. Trust me, you will not regret it. All right, and audience, you will not regret it either, but want to thank you for listening and uh, joining us for another epic show and epic throwdown, apparently, on the Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. I've been Pat B. Want to thank my man, Dirty D. Anytime, brother. Thanks for having me through. Oh, thank Glad you for coming through, man. Uh, wishing Adam um, a speedy recovery. You know, he's got, he's got rickets now. Get out of here. No, he doesn't. Black Adam has rickets. <laughs> Black Adam does not have rickets. But no, he'll be joining us again next week. And also want to thank DJ Herbie Herb for making him sound amazing as always. Cowabunga. Word up. Hail Hydra. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. Touche, Donnie. All right. We have comic reviews and all types of good stuff we'll get to next week. Um, but until then, I want to remind you, if you heard anything on this show, you want to chime in on, you got opinions, you got good stuff, just want to talk some of that good mess, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com, or just hop on the site and check out the latest and greatest from the Geek Down at geek-down.com. Check us out on Facebook, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Hit uh, Check out the random clips on SoundCloud. We got full coverage, and I'm working on getting us more. Until then, you can also check us out right here on WEMFradio.com for the rebroadcast like that. There on the Geek Down page. Man, you can't get rid of us. You can't. For real, like herpes all up in the... All right, we we'll catch like you. like Puff Daddy. <laughs> Can't Yo. hold me down. No, you want a kick, man. All right, but now we'll catch you all next week, same, well, 9 p.m., Monday night, same bad time, same bad channel. And until then, be excellent to each other. Peace.